Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and today we are talking about this new Joker movie a little bit, but more so about mental health and mental illnesses. This new Joker movie um, has a lot to do um, with mental illnesses and mental health, so I thought it'd be a great way to kind of introduce this topic. I went to go watch the movie yesterday, so yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about it. (laughs) Let's get into it. Alright, I should start off by saying that this film is rated R, so if you're going to watch this film, the Joker movie, please make sure you're of age. Um, It does have a lot of content that is um, hard to watch. It's not necessarily like a bunch of like gory or anything like that, but um, it's definitely, it, it definitely keeps you in an uneasy feeling a lot of the movie, and the directors did an amazing job at that. Um, you just kind of, without spoiling anything, the, the movie had a really great tone of uneasy. They, keep, they kept you uneasy, made you feel uneasy throughout the entire movie, and kind of puts you, like, kind of how you, how probably the Joker felt. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance as Arthur Fleck, who is the name that they gave for the Joker, um, as is just his normal name, which is not anywhere based off of comics. But, you know, it's it was a really cool, um, really great performance, um, acting performance. And yeah, you just really got to feel sympathetic for this person. But also, you know, like it's still a villain, you know, you know the classic Joker and uh, just a very unique twist to it because it's not very, there's no one way of like backstory. So it's like really cool. But there's that. But this movie, um, they took a, a very different route to what very, like I said, loose based backstory that the Joker does have in the comics and in the cartoons and stuff. But here they took a route on the mental health, which was interesting because if if you're like watching these cartoons or like reading the comics, the Joker is not a, a well person. He's crazy. And um, it's a really great twist that they put into, uh, made, not a great, uh, more of a real twist rather, that they put into this character and made it so well done. I remember I came home last night. This is Monday morning, a Monday afternoon, and I remember coming home last night after watching the film, and I just felt still uneasy. I had this like weird like like sensation that something else was going to happen for whatever reason. Like I was in the film, so it was really well done in that sense that it kept me going. There's a lot of like really striking things, lines in the movie. Um, so slight spoiler warning, um, not huge things, but they're just kind of small lines that maybe we share it. We're on the, we're shared as like the trailers, but you know, not everybody knows. So if you don't want to hear it, you can skip a little bit forward. So in the film, the Joker has this journal, uh, where he writes his jokes cause he's trying to be a stand-up comedian. Uh, but in that journal, there's some really graphic things in there that you see a little inside of his mind and um, some lines some words some sentences that kind of are striking 
One of them were, I just hope my death makes more sense than my life. Other things he said just in character was, I just don't want to feel so bad anymore. That he just always feels terrible, he's bullied and and stuff like that. He also has this laughing condition. Apparently, Joaquin Phoenix like watched videos of people who suffered from pathological laughter, you know, which is a, a rare neurological like disorder that makes people like uncontrollably laugh or cry or both at the same time. It's sometimes seen in people who have multiple cellulosis or Parkinson's. Um, forgive me if I said any of those wrong. People who suffered strokes or traumatic brain injuries, these things, this can happen to them. But he studied their laugh and brought it to life in the movie. And it was really well done. Like the way his it's his laugh is like, it's it's chilling and it's really great. But another thing that he wrote in his journal was... Uh, Something that was super huge that kind of tipped me, not tipped me off. I mean, in the it was in the trailer, so it tipped me off that, oh, this is going to be something about mental illness. It's really interesting. It says here in his journal where he wrote, The worst part about having a mental illness is people expect you to behave as if you don't. Right? I actually wanted to start talking about this post because about mental illness and mental health because just about last week last week of September um there was a priest that I follow on Instagram his name is Father Matthew Schneider LC and he posted this on Twitter that he po- and then posted it on his Instagram so dear priest and church staff please never use air quotes when talking about mental illness it belittles those who suffer from mental illnesses, and we make about 25% of your congregation. Growing up, I feel like um, mental illness was just so talked about as we grew up, and we, we became more and more aware of as we got older. So I thought it was interesting to see that, wow, this is something, a problem that church churches are having, that priests are doing, that they're, they're like using air quotes or like belittling this this real thing i know i grew up with it and people like it was hard like a learning curve but i thought we were at a point where mental health was very much normalized but i guess it's not and it's kind of that kind of shocked me to think that there's people out there that still don't think that this stuff this illnesses these struggle people who struggle with this are doing anything like or or is anything real rather and uh it's kind of it's kind of shocking to me so i wanted to delve delve into this and kind of talk about mental illnesses i mean i personally um don't struggle with any i've never been clinically diagnosed i mean with uh any form of mental illnesses but mental illness um you know affects a lot of people and it needs to be talked about. And and so I wanted to go on here and, and start chatting about it and kind of going about how us Catholics need to, us Christians, need to attack or not attack, but rather talk about and be open about talking about mental health. I got a question before, like, is if I need to go talk about something, should I go to a priest or should I go to a therapist? Uh, one of my teens asked me that. And, you know, I, I told them this, uh, listen. 
you need both, both and, you know, you don't just need one or the other. Priests help you in ways that therapists can't, and I'll get into that a little bit more later, but we need both, you know, you know, and, and, and it's obviously very important to understand the difference of feeling down or upset, um, or having a bad day, you know, it's very different from depression, anxiety, you know, and, and, and the mental illnesses because it's, it, you know, it lasts longer, there's deeper sadness and stuff like that. Um, you know, mental illnesses are like, you know, a wide range of disorders you know, that affect you in a way, you f- the way you feel, think and act and interfere with the ability to cope with the normal demands of life. This was taken from a video that uh, I watched uh, about mental illnesses, Catholics and mental illnesses. So really interesting. I'm going to link all the, the resources that you know I, I found while looking up and finding good things to, uh, to share with you guys. I'll link all the videos and, and blogs on my in the bottom of the description here. So if you want to watch any of these videos, go ahead and do that. Um, please do. So yeah, mental illnesses, again, are a wide range of disorders that affect the way you feel, think, act, and interfere with the ability to cope with the normal demands of life. You know, it can, it can include depression, anxiety, um, even schizophrenia, or other behavioral um, stuff like obsessive compulsive disorder, etc. Um, it says, in, like in the video, the causes really are unknown, but... It can be linked probably to genetics uh, mixed with triggers from loss, trauma, or other life circumstances that may have affected you in some way or shape or form. When it comes to mental illnesses, there's like, you know, also the, you know, there's the physical component of it that people don't understand, that, that what makes it real, you know, what differentiates it from being a being in a bad rough spiritually, you know, being in a bad spot spiritually. There's a physical component to mental illnesses that is often, I think, overlooked, you know. For example, when, you, when you're when you not feeling, when you're younger, whenever you get hurt, um, your school teachers, your mom, whoever is taking care of you at the time, wherever you got hurt, they ask you, where does it hurt? Show me, and then they, you know, you tell them and they take care of it. They'll put a Band-Aid over the cut or whatever it is, a scab, and they'll all well done. And so when it comes to mental illnesses, there needs to be that component. It's like, where does it hurt? I mean, yeah, obviously you can't just pinpoint, but sharing what, what hurts and what you're going through is, is so important, you know. Um, you can't just tell somebody like, oh, you're not feeling good. Well, you know, cheer up. Don't worry. It's going to be all okay. Those things, I mean, like as, as much as as those are great things to say, those are not helpful or productive things to say to someone who is struggling with mental illnesses. So if, I mean, I've done it before in my past too because of just plain ignorance. So if you if you do know anybody who might be who might be struggling with mental illnesses, just be sure you don't just give them a law pass like oh just you need to pray better uh say to your have you prayed today and yeah sometimes that might help um prayer is not the sole solution and uh saying cheer up uh don't worry it's going to be okay is isn't really going to change much either you know so um 
But like I said, I've done it before, and if you've done it before, don't don't feel bad. Just know you know now and move forward from there. The, the thing about mental illness is that a lot of people, you know, will will struggle. I mean, they're suffering through a lot of things, and um, you know, Christ suffered with us, and Christ is always with us in our suffering. Um, but it all will get better, and it will all be beautiful in the end of our lives. Um, St. Paul in Romans 8.18, he said, I consider the, that the sufferings of this present time has nothing compared to the glory that will be re- revealed for us. Which is a beautiful fact, you know. The important thing is, if you are struggling, or if you know someone who's struggling, it's understanding that you or your friend is a brother or sister that we need to take care of. Um, like I say every week, we need to be taking care of each other. We need to be there for one another and help one another through whatever and what, everything that we do. Uh, we're made for community. We're not ever meant to do anything alone, especially when it comes to mental health, right? So if you do think you're struggling or know someone who's struggling, um, if you are, please, 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 the most important thing is to go see a doctor. Like I said, if you, when you're younger, if you hurt, you would tell your mom where it hurts. The doctor will tell you, um, you tell a doctor the same thing and they'll take care of you. Um, if they don't know the answer, they'll refer you to someone who will. And it was it needs to be the first step if you know someone who's struggling or if you are struggling yourself. Another thing you need to do and make sure that you do is take care of yourself physically. You know, whether it's eating healthy and exercising, these things help you a lot. When you start taking care of your physical body, like I said in, in one of the very first podcasts that I, I, I recorded, is that when you take care of your physical body, your, your soul, your spirit, also um, your mental state also improves. It also becomes healthy. You know, and it, it, they work all together. We're mind, body, and soul. Um, we're not just body. We're not just mind. We're not just soul. We're, we're all three. So we are made that way. So take care of your body. Eat, exercise um, regularly, even if it's just walking. Getting those endorphins really help you when you're um, struggling with mental illnesses. Another thing is surrounding yourself with good people who are supportive. So your friends, family, um, not staying ice. Don't stay isolated. Don't try to um, be alone. I know some people just really love being alone, but you have to understand that there's times where uh, isolation might be what you want, but being with people is might might be what you need. And so understand that being with supportive people and supportive family is what's going to help. Be with those who care, um, and if you feel as if there's nobody who does care. Trust me, there is. There's always somebody who cares about you. Um, if you don't know anyone, or if you feel like you're alone, uh, don't feel free to feel free to reach out to my direct messages. I'm always open to talking about things like this and helping with people. I have many friends who um, struggled with mental health. Like I said, I never did, but I had a lot of friends that did. So feel free to reach out to me in my direct messages. I will share my my 
Instagram account or our email is down there. So whatever you want to do, if you feel like you don't have anyone to go to, I'm sure you do. I'm sure there's people who care. But if you feel like as if you don't, feel free to message me. But I, I'm, I guarantee you there's at least one person out there that cares about you, even though you feel as if there isn't. Okay? And like I said earlier, um, though prayer is not the only solution, it is it is helpful, very helpful, and you need to stay close to Christ to uh, through it, um, with it. Um, prayer is one of the best ways. Like I said, last week's podcast is our way of communicating to Christ and to God. And so keep that, stay close to that. Um, go to Mass if you're Catholic. Go to Mass. Um, if you can do daily Mass, please go as much as you can throughout the week. Um, go through the sacraments. Go to confession. Um, confession, again, another thing is, important thing about confession is, confession is great and it takes away your sins and it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful sacrament, but it does not replace therapy. If you're going to there as um, therapy, it's different. If it's spiritual direction, it's a whole different thing than therapy. So please go to therapy if you feel as if you might be struggling. Go see a doctor, like I said, and if they cannot, confession cannot replace it. And, and I mean, the same goes with medication too, but um, the other way around as well is medication and therapy can't replace confession because it doesn't take away your sins. We're a both and thing here, okay? Both and, like I said earlier, we need them both. St. Ignatius of Loyola, the video that I watched, they shared some things that Saint, I didn't know, actually, that St. Ignatius of Loyola uh, sometimes struggled with uh, depression and anxiety. And he actually gave a couple of tips, a few tips, about how to deal with depression and anxiety, which were really good. One, to keep the commitments that you've made. Don't back out. Follow through with them. If you made a commitment, go through with it. Um, to focus on God and your relationship with Him, really trying to develop that, and again, staying close to Him in prayer through the masses and sacraments, and then three is persevering. Um, I talked about perseverance, and one again, one of my first few podcasts, and how important it is to get through something in those tough times where it feels bleak, it feels like it's nothing, uh, feels mundane. Keep going, persevere. It becomes beautiful. It will become beautiful. And um, they actually added a fourth one um, in that video that I watched. And they said, it's to get medical help. Like I said, um, if you feel as if you might be a medical help, medical professionals, they get paid a lot of money to do what they do because they are, their jobs are so important. Please take advantage of this beautiful gift that is the medical world that we are given nowadays go see a therapist go see um um go get um go see a doctor whatever the case may be just go please a thing to know about taking meds is you know it doesn't make you a weak person if you're taking them um it doesn't make you less faithful of a person it just means that you know you're struggling through something with something and you need um help to get over it all right. I mean, that's what we're here for. Again, we're here for each other. And you don't want to leave anything untreated. Like, just like if you had a wound um, that got infected, if you left it untreated and started to get infected um, and it got into your 
blood system and got into your heart and like you could kill you just like that the same with mental illnesses if you're left untreated it can lead to a life um fatal decisions which is also suicide which is a hard topic to talk about but it's a topic that should be talked about and made aware of and um, if you feel like you've ever had any of those kind of thoughts please 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 get help there's um a lot of resources out there there's people who love you people care about you i care about you please 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 if you ever had any thoughts like that it is a very serious matter um if you know anyone who might be or has any you have any suspicion to think that way please alert a family member or just act you know there's a lot of resources that are out there Please go use the internet. There's so much information on the palm of your hands, on your cell phones. Use it for the good reasons. So if you or anyone you know struggle, don't despair, don't panic. Know that there's so many people out there who are struggling with you, um, who are suffering through these things, but you know, are also people who are striving through these things. If you're a friend of somebody who might be, Please, the one thing I ask you to do is not be like me when I was younger and made mistakes of trying to fix my friends when I didn't know anything about their mental illnesses. All you have to do is be supportive and listen and be your friend, you know. Being there for those people who struggle with mental illnesses, that means so much. Don't try to fix them. Don't try to diagnose them. Do try to refer them to the professional help if they're ignoring it. But, you know, besides that, support. Support in the right ways. Again, there's so many resources out there. A lot I will have linked in the description of this podcast. And, um, you know, this, this again, is not an easy topic. And won't be the last time we talk about this because I only have 20 minutes to talk about it here. And I want to delve really into it Um later in um with a, a guest or something um into oh uh, also to kind of backtrack onto the joker thing the joker movie if you do watch it like i said it's graphic and you see this progression of this man into the joke who turns in who was bullied who suffer, suffers with these mental illnesses who slowly becomes and turns because of the world and because of the lack of support and the lack of prayer in this life turns into something that is that becomes the the greatest villain and arguably in Batman or comic book history, you know, arguably. I'm a I'm a Marvel fan, so <laughs> arguably. But but honestly, it becomes something that is scary and to think about the way they wrote this the the writers the way they acted it out is so beautiful so um and it's an exaggeration sure yes the things that he does in the film is an exaggeration and but it's not too far-fetched the way that they you know portrayed it so understand that if you do need help please seek help please seek close in prayer if you know anyone who does please be a supportive friend be there for them pray for them but um, also point them toward the right direction, you know, give them those tips, stay healthy, exercise, get those endorphins, surround yourself with good people, and go see a doctor. Most importantly, go see a doctor if you feel as if you need help or you know anyone who needs help. 
And know that I am always praying for you, whether you're struggling with it or not, or know anybody who is. I love you all, and I'm glad that you guys are listening um, to this podcast. Thank you, f- thank you for all of you who are listening. It's really, it really means a lot to me. And like I said, this podcast turned was just a an experiment turned into a really fun hobby of mine that I like to do. That takes part of my week. It's a part regular part of my week now that I will record. I was like, oh, I have to record this day. I can't do anything else. So yeah. Thank you for all your support. I really appreciate it and uh, um, know that I'm praying for every single one of you. Always, 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 always praying for you guys. And um, yeah, that's all I got. Please use the resources that I've linked below if you need help. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor and rate the podcast. And if you have a little bit extra time, just leave um, a review that's really short doesn't have to be super long but it really does help me and i really appreciate when you guys do that if you can do it on spotify and uh, google podcast that was also super helpful so if you can that'd be great if you can't do any of those at least follow and subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications as to whenever i post the podcast like i said it's usually on mondays but sometimes i get a little behind like today I usually will have it up by now, but I'm recording on a Monday, so go figure. Um, if you have any suggestions, anything you want to add, any comments, if you want to just reach out and have someone to talk to, like I said, my email is always open for you all. It's livingardently at outlook.com, or you can send it, send anything and, and suggestions, topics, and just comments at help seeking. Um, I'm not a therapist, I'm a youth minister. Um, but if you just want a friend, um, I can try to be that for you if you need that. Um, but if you just want to say a comment or share, share anything you would like to share about the podcast improvements that I might need to do, please send it to our DMS as well, which is, you can find us on Instagram at living ardently or my personal one. It's only Adrian. You can send anything and everything to those direct messages. Um, as long as it's appropriate actually i also actually have another podcast that i do with my friend tanya who was here who guests on episode 12 or something like that we have a podcast and it's not my first time talking about it but if you aren't already go follow go listen to off the world podcast which is available on apple spotify google um you can follow us at off the world podcast there and it's really cool it's a bit more lax more more funny more comedic kind of podcast less less spiritually based so a little bit more different kind of content for you guys to listen to if you're interested in that if not that's fine i appreciate you listening to this and um yeah like i say every week keep praying for each other be there for one another and uh know that i'm praying and i'm always there for you thanks again for listening and until next week keep living ardently take care